don't get caught in the comparison trap. You're doing tremendous. You know, everything is a day by day. It won't happen overnight. And look, I'm telling you guys, if it does happen overnight, it won't last. You know, it's like building, building a castle on sand. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ignite the World podcast. This is episode number seven, The Power of Gratitude, Overcoming Comparison to find joy in your life. I am your host, Jamie Dottie Garza. And if you have not yet done so, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss another episode. And if you're out there and you love this podcast and you love YouTube, I got some bomb news. All my podcast episodes are available on YouTube alongside tons of other extra video content on that channel. So go tap in, go search in Ignite the World podcast on YouTube. We're almost at 50 subscribers in the first month, almost 10,000 views. Let's keep that platform building. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about comparison is a thief of all joy. And I believe Teddy Roosevelt coined this term. It's not necessarily said in the Bible. Some people say he didn't, but fun fact, Teddy Roosevelt is actually my favorite president. He wrote over 40 books, and he was a very colorful personality. First president, I believe, to get fly on an airplane, but he was an, very athletic. He was an accomplished boxer, wrestler, martial artist. Like he was, he was with it. He was about that life. So shout out to Teddy Roosevelt. Also love history too. My oldest son always. He loves history too, so we always have those history nerd duels. But I want to talk about this topic recently. Actually, on Friday, I was filming a wedding. Wedding season has kicked off, and I was filming a wedding in Richmond, Virginia, at the John Marshall Ballroom. Shout out to Asia and Anthony Howard saying I do. It was epic, it was iconic, it was ignited. Whole bunch of viral content coming soon. Shout out to Tanya Baker, the wedding planner, who got me in that industry. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Because when we talk about comparison, I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second. But I was driving past Broad Street in Richmond near VCU. And I was at the stoplight near North Belvedere Street, I believe. And it took me back because I'm sitting at the light and I look over and there's these dorms where a VCU student goes and they're a college student, right? And the reason I remember that is because my ex-girlfriend back in like 2006, 2007, that's like almost 16 years ago, I just had a reflection. I'm like, wow, like never would I've thought in 16 years I would be at that light. I would be married. I would be wanting to go back home to my wonderful kids, my three kids, my dog, and would I be operating my business, making money out there, doing what I love, going back home. And then the light turned green. I was just extremely grateful. I remember just praying immensely and just thanking God that he never let go of me. He never gave up on me. Even when I was living in a lot of sin, when I was doing what typical, you know, teenagers, 18-year-olds, 21-year-olds in that era were doing. But he never gave up on me. So 
that's why I want to talk about, you know, the power of gratitude and comparisons. Now, when I talk about comparisons, there's two there's two types of comparisons, right? There's the comparison where you're comparing, you know, these grapes to these grapes if you're in a supermarket or this fruit to this fruit, which is great because you want to get the best one, right? But there's also this toxic comparison of comparing yourself to others and what they have because you don't have it. And we see it especially in the social media age we are living in right now. Every time you load up Facebook, you load up Instagram, doing it for the gram, you see everybody's highlight reel. You know, you see them flexing. Maybe they're out on a boat somewhere or on vacation. Or maybe they just bought their own home and you know, you might not be in that phase in your life yet on your journey. And what becomes that comparison is what it can go in a downward spiral. And I want to speak on this because I used to let comparison like that dictate my value, which is absolutely the worst thing you can do. Because when you go down that, you start thinking less of yourself. You start feeling like you may be inadequate, maybe as a parent, or especially in my case as a business owner. This is about to be my fifth year in business doing video production in my community. And I remember 2016, remember I said I was going to go back to the story of the wedding planner getting me in this industry. I remember doing a free wedding in 2016 for one of my friends at the time, his, his sister. And I was trying to crack into that industry because at that time I was doing internet marketing videos and I was creating content on YouTube for certain marketers. And I was like, man, I really want to get in this wedding industry. And I remember doing that the first time and it was rough, but I never got traction in it. And I was comparing myself to others in that industry. And I was like, man, how did they got it? They were like my age. And I'm like, man, they can do it. How come I can't do it? And then when it started as competition, I started feeling down on myself because I didn't get to that level in 2016. Fast forward in making my business, Ignite Cinemas, I was catering to businesses and nonprofits, creating video content to help businesses grow in my area. And it wasn't until I got married that we hired a wedding planner named Tanya Baker. Shout out to Tanya Baker. And she asked me, like, hey, have you ever done a wedding? I'm looking for a vendor, a reliable vendor. And in 20, I think 2019, 2020, she gave me some referrals. And there we go. I had my start in it. And last year, I was booked for almost 20 weddings. This year, I'm booked, I think, 12 weddings so far, 2023. And the reason I say that is not to be flex, flex or anything, but it's trusting the journey, trusting the process. And in due time, you'll get what's meant for you. Again, if I would have rushed in 2016, and I was trying to rush, I was trying to rush everything. I was comparing myself to other people's success, other people's relationships, other people's journey compared to mine, and I was feeling like a failure because I couldn't accomplish it. And here I am now, when I had that reflect, like literally kicking off wedding season in February, the most lit wedding too, by the way, 
Shout out to Asia and Anthony. They shut that thing down at the John Marshall Ballroom. And I had the honor to film it and document it and be a part of history for them. And you know, sometimes when we do the comparisons, psychologically it can mess us up no matter where we are in our life. You know, people to tend to compare themselves to others and the negative effects that comes to your, and it starts to affect your mental health. And you might, you might, those feelings can lead into envy. They can lead into selfish, low self-esteem. And once that happens, it is a downward slope. And social media is a big reason why. So now that we can, because it's a lot different now. See, I grew up in the era, I went through all the phases. You know, I went through the MySpace phase when it was bubbling up, the Facebook, the Instagram. Even before MySpace, we were on Instant Messenger, so everything's different now. We're receiving, you guys are receiving video content now, right? Like you guys are used to video or like seeing short form content just at blazing speeds. And a lot of the stuff that we see on social media is, it's a facade, you know, it's entertainment. It's everybody trying to show that they are successful and they might be lacking something, but show, you. pretty much what I'm saying, you could be anything you want on social media. That's why I want to make this podcast personally, because I wanted to tap in deeper and give some realness to it and provide some truth in this world and vulnerability and talk about these topics. Now, me personally, I thrive on competition. I think competition is a there's like an imaginary line almost of comparison and competition. Me, that's what fires me up. I love a good competition. I love competitors in my space. I love competing on higher levels. I, and really, this has been the flex for me. I don't no longer compete with others no more. I compete with the version I was yesterday and competing with myself every day. Like, hey, how can you outdo yesterday? All right, how can you take that to the next level? And it's, it's like a game. <laughs> it's a game I'm addicted to. So I feel like that's the part that's healthy and can be motivating. Also, in that sense, when I surround myself with others, I always surround myself with people who are more successful than me, you know, people who are older than me. I'm 33 embarking on 34, but surrounding myself around people who are 45, who've been in business for over 10 years, or who have been successful in their 50s and accumulated growth and not only materialistic things, that's cool and everything, but mentally and the stuff they've learned because that keeps you in line. I used to come from a mind state where I felt like, and this was years and years ago, so I just want to be transparent. I used to compare myself in a negative way and I used to get down on myself, but with a growth mindset, mindset, you can start to piece things together and it really opens up a lot of doors. And 
when you start tapping into being grateful for what you have, you start to realize like everybody's journey is different. People, when people reach their dreams or reach certain levels, it's all a journey. There has not been one success story, and you could try it too. There has not been, and you could think about it, I mean, of someone just being an overnight celebrity. It might look like that on the contrary, like when we see it and them all of a sudden explode, but it was always a work in process. It was always a journey, right? And that's the big thing right there. I remember reading an article. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin was 34, 33 or 34 when he finally became a WWF champion. But prior to that, he got fired from ECW. They couldn't market him in WCW when he was stunning Steve. They couldn't even market him when he was in the WWF at the time. And it wasn't until, I think, 1997, 1998, where he cut a promo, he shaved his head. And that Austin 316 era was there, and boom. Now he's the most prolific wrestler ever, legend. And I still, if you look back there, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's my favorite wrestler of all time. But imagine him, you know, at that age. You know, everybody has success at different ages of their life. For example, Something that we are working on, me and my wife and my family, we want to eventually own a home. You know, we see a lot of our friends and we're, we're rooting for them. It's inspiring, actually. It's not like comparing and like, oh, we don't have this and that. It's not keeping up with the Joneses. It's inspiring. You know, I love seeing people my age and my generation get it. You know, it, it's uplifting. And success is uplifting, is motivating, is positive. You don't have to always feel less of yourself because you're not there yet. I'm blessed to be married at my age. I know some who want to get married so fast, they rush into it, end up divorced the year after. It's a process. It took me 10 years. This business of mine, this took me 10 years. I've been filming since 2010 with a flip cam. When I used to work at Best Buy, I said this, and I think in my second podcast, I broke down deeper in that story how I ended up here with the cam- a camera. I didn't just come here overnight. You know, 2018, I established myself. I had no face card in my community. I was not in the wedding industry. I was not getting booked for weddings. I did not have relationships with all these vendors or, I'm sorry, yeah, I wasn't a preferred vendor for all these event spaces to do weddings. You got to trust your journey, you know, and the more of this from anyone listening, my age, you could be older, young, especially younger. I know I have a younger demographic, too, that I'm reaching into, but don't get caught in the comparison trap. You know, you're doing tremendous. You know, everything is a day by day. It won't happen overnight. And look, I'm telling you guys, if you if it does happen overnight, it won't last. You know, it's like building building a castle on sand. It's it's gonna disintegrate. You need a strong foundation. And everybody's journey, that's what makes us all unique. That's what makes us beautiful. That's what makes us us is that journey. If we all had the same success story and we all got it right down with no work in, that's, that doesn't, that, that, that's, 
That don't make no sense. <laughs> it, it, it's that's a fantasy. That's not real life. This is real life, and I want to give some, provide some tips so no one can fall in this comparison trap. I recently first, I recently read a book called A Dopamine De- Dopamine Detox. It was a quick read, and it's hard for me to get off social media because I use social media for. Obviously, <laughs> the video content I create, whether it's for myself or my clients, I'm constantly posting on YouTube. I'm, I'm in the trenches. But it, it, it said that when we get on our phones and we're, we, we become hooked for dopamine and just something to feed and it challenged, the challenge was to delete social media off your phone and take a detox. Step away and do things more of your time. I did 48 hours and I felt good. I journaled even more. Like I dove deep. I bought a course to enhance my marketing skills. And I'm a lifetime learner. And I was in my own world. And I'm still in my own world. I would recommend. But here's some here's some tips right now. Read that book, Dopamine, Dopamine Detox. Is a great read. Here are some of my tips to not fall in a comparison trap. First, tip number one is again, focus on your own journey. You know, instead of comparing yourself to others, focus on your progress and your growth. Focus where you were last year. Focus where you were five years ago. Or if you're like me, I compare myself to now compared to 2006, about 15, 16 years ago. And celebrate your accomplishments. You know, thank God for what has been accomplished already, what you went through, um, what you fought, how strong you've become, where you ended up, who you met, become who you've met because of that, and you know, set goals for yourself based on what you want to achieve next. Again, comparing in competition with who you were yesterday. Keep that mindset. Another tip is, of course, to practice gratitude. I'm big on that. I am big on journaling. I actually journal. This is the journal I use, and I fill this bad boy up every day. And even my planner, I always write three things that I'm grateful for each and every day. Show how grateful you are. You know, being grateful can help you shift your focus from what you don't have right now to what you do have and that has been that this should have been number one my number one because this has been an absolute game changer of just shifting my perspective so I'm never comparison comparing myself and letting that take my joy when you start to break down even down to the little things of even what you might eat for dinner or just grateful to have a vehicle to drive your kids to school or being able to walk, you know, walk. I'm able to enjoy the outdoors. I'm able to move my body. Those daily gratitude lists take a few minutes each day. And I challenge you guys, all you got to come up with three for what you're thankful for. It is a game changer. Tip number three, limit your social media intake and the exposure to it. It's always, it's a, it's, it's, 
social media is a breeding ground for comparison. Like it's inevitable. Go on your Facebook feed. Everybody's they're celebrating, you know, and that's good. Like I love seeing it. I, I, I that's how I keep in touch with a lot of my friends, my business associates, my partners. Like that's how I keep up with everybody. Family, of course. But consider taking a break, you know, and maybe limiting your use. And focus on you. Use that time to focus on yourself, to better yourself, to curate your ideas and be more positive. Tip number four, embrace your unique qualities. Instead of, you know, trying to fit in with the crowd, embrace the things that make you special. This is one of the things that make me special. I've become so great. I've been using video my whole life since like 2008 when I first got a flip cam. And I've just been constantly, this has been, this is, this video has, video has made me a better public speaker. It has made me more confident. It's like got me on my show. It's got me in position to have my own business because of it. It has given me so many opportunities because of this, because of video and using the my talents and honing into my unique qualities. I got a lot of charisma. I have a lot of energy. So I'm motivating you guys. I'm speaking some truth to you guys. I want to keep it real. So recognize your differences because those differences is what makes you one of one. We are all one of one. There will never be no one like any of us. That's what makes it so special. <laughs> and the last thing I would say, tip number five, is do, again, I shared this earlier, but reframe the way Reframe the way you think of success, you know, instead of always defining success based on external factors like wealth or social status, you know, try maybe to define it in a more personal, in personal terms, you know, what makes you fulfilled, what makes you happy, you know, how can you work towards those goals? I know, yes, I am. Home ownership is one of those big things, but also just being a great leader to my children. You know, that's success for me. You know, seeing them grow and pushing them to where they need to be faster. You know, I want my kids to be absolutely equipped with success. That's why my six-year-old has a YouTube channel. He's beating me right now. We're in competition with each other. And he lets me know he has 53 subscribers on his YouTube channel, HB Carter. You know, he's showing up on camera every week. He's doing an unboxing. Again, you know, that's that's success for me, being able to give him that game and seeing my kids, you know, benefit from that. Being in business this long and continuing to grow, that's success for me. Making my wife happy, you know, us like shutting down generational curses. That's success for me. Building this platform, ignite the world, success. So try to think think about that. <laughs> Most importantly, being born again last year with God and living in the Holy Spirit, that's success for me. You know, success for me is like when I can not only 
know a lot of verses off the top of my head, but being able to really always live the word and continue to live the word and serve God's kingdom and give him back. At the end of the day, though, don't let comparison take away your joy. We all have our own journeys. Some journeys may feel like they are the worst. Like, why am I going through this? You got to start thinking of yourself like, think of a pressure cooker, right? You put things in a pressure cooker, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get shooken up, right? <laughs> it's going to get mashed all together. But what's the end goal? It's always a delis something delicious, something that looks amazing at the end. We're all going through that process, no matter what age you are. You're just starting your 30s. You're still just starting in your 30s, 40s. When you start to get things together in the 50s and 60s, like to take it easy on yourself. Just have, just be, be grateful for the things you have right now. You are blessed. You are loved. It's all, it's all mind shift, mindset. You know, remember when overcoming comparison, it will be an ongoing process. And as social media intensifies, it's going to, and the algorithms get strong and even stronger, it's, it's, it's going to be an ongoing process. And it will take time. It will take effort. It's like everything great in life. You need time. You need effort, you need consistency, and again, nothing happens overnight. You got to be wanting to change. You got to put the work in with everything. Got to put the work. Even in the Bible, it says that because you can have all the faith in the world, but if you ain't putting no work behind it, ain't nothing going to happen. Don't be slothful. Put the work in. Be committed to it. And... Hopefully with practice and patience, you know, you can learn to find more joy and fulfillment in your own journey, wherever you are right now. Keep going. It's a marathon. It is not a sprint. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. That's all I got for you guys. Some reflections of what I had literally a few days ago. Here we are. Power of gratitude. Thank you guys for listening, as always. And thank you for being on this journey with me in this podcast. It's episode number seven. Let's go. We just cooking up, baby. Ignite the world, baby. <laughs> and remember this before we get up out of here. Get up on out of here. <laughs> we are all like sticks of dynamite. The power is on the inside. But nothing happens until the fuse gets lit. Ignite the world. Peace.